Alrighty, everybody. Good morning. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Saturday morning. And we are on the cusp of the divisional playoffs for outstanding games. Uh, with today, uh, the two one seeds. Nice and rested at home. First game, we got the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Houston Texans. And then tonight, the Niners and the Packers. Wiz, good morning. How are you? Yeah, good morning to you as well. Uh, yeah, doing 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 well. Looking forward to the uh, games today. It's always interesting to see um, when these teams with the buys, you know, they really probably haven't played a meaningful game in a few weeks if they didn't have to play in week 18 as well. So um, the stars I'm talking about. So you always like to see if these, if it's rest over rust, um, how it's going to play out, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, um, yeah, two uh, two number one seeds playing today, and uh, we'll get to that. The first game I did notice was the, the, the line is about exactly the same, right? Not Ravens like nine and a half, and Forty Niners nine and a half. Yeah, the, uh, the, so the, nine, the, nine the, the Niners has just moved to ten. Oh, did it move to ten this morning? Just, 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 just. I mean, that's in the last like twenty minutes. So, uh, you know, Wiz, I, I do want to touch on one thing you talked about, um, and I and I heard this being discussed uh, regarding you know the rust factor, guys not playing because a number of these players didn't play in week eighteen, as you alluded to. So, so it's a couple of weeks of rest. You could look at that in a, in a few different ways. Uh, I, I would say my most significant prop bet today hinges on that, quite frankly. Um, and the fact of the matter is, historically, it's gone back. It's been looked at. A couple of guys that do a really good job at looking at this kind of stuff uh, on NFL radio, a guy named Pat Kerwin, who worked for the Jets for a long time, just does a lot of deep analysis and, and really found no, no historical bias one way or the other. You know, there's games where guys come back and they're rusty, and then there's games that Guys come back and they look like all stars. So, so not not really historical bias on that, uh, at least in the kind of Super Bowl Super Bowl era, if you will. But uh, nonetheless, you know, you know, it's it's really amazing. Just the backdrop today was, you know, you've got these two one seeds and the Ravens who have been as dominant statistically. I, I saw the stat yesterday, and I think I sent it to you. Um, really matching up offensively and defensively with teams like the 72 Dolphins and the 85 Bears. So elite company, defensively and offensively, really clicking. And then you look at the Niners, who, who really don't, aside from that two or three game spell where you know, they lost to, to the Vikings during that time, they looked a little bit sloppy there, a couple of, couple of sloppy games by Purdy as well. But, you know, they come in both sides of the ball, you know, just clearly the best team in the NFC. But going against these two young quarterbacks and Jordan Love, who's just been unbelievable over the last 10 games, and C.J. Stroud uh, with a rookie year uh, that's certainly going to have, have people drooling for many, many years, you, you just don't see this sort of performance by, by young quarterbacks. No, and, uh, you know, especially, you know, it's always interesting to see what happens once they play, a, you know, a playoff game, which is a lot different than the regular season. And both were, both were exceptional. Um, I think Jordan Love uh, surprised a lot more people than maybe uh, uh, Stroud did, considering, you know, the game was kind of like a close to a pick game. And I think a lot of people thought the Cowboys were going to run the, the, the Packers right out of the building. So it was always interesting to see, 
these young players what happens once they play in a playoff game. Uh, so, without further ado, why don't you take us out? Ravens, 9.5, 43.5. We'll get to the point spread and the uh, total first. Do you have a view on either one? Yeah, so, so so it's going to be cold in Baltimore. Uh, we're not going to get any snow or rain or anything like that. It should be a little bit breezy as well, but you know, temperatures are going to be in the 20s. Um, C.J. Stroud uh, played at Ohio State, uh, so he's played in some cold-weather games. Uh, most of his games this year have been, obviously, indoors uh, with his home stadium being, that, uh, being, uh, being a dome. So uh, is it going to be a factor? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Um, but, you know, overall, I, I look at this game, and, you know, I, I, do, I love everything that the Texans have done this year. Uh, but I just think giving a team like Baltimore all of this rest – uh, against a very young team, against a first-year co- head coach. And with that, uh, the one side I do like in this particular game was is uh, laying the nine and a half points. I think the Ravens will beat the Houston Texans uh, fairly handily today. I, I'm not saying that the Texans aren't going to show up because I think they'll, they'll keep it competitive. Uh, but that being said, it's just very hard for me to, to push against the Ravens at this point in time, not touching the point total, Wiz. Okay, uh, for me, I'm looking at this game, and I want to do something with low scoring. Uh, I was looking at uh, under Texans team total. I was looking at the under. I was even considering Ravens laying five and a half in the first half. I'm just going to go with the under. And I'm going to tell you something. I know C.J. Stroud and the Texans have played great, but I can't get that Texans-Jets game out of my mind here where – it's kind of like the same kind of day. An outdoor game, uh, nasty conditions, and the Texans just didn't look right in that game. Um, so I, I'm going to go under 43.5 in this game. I really like the under in this game. Uh, I think this could be an ugly type of game. Um, you know, the Ravens want to run the ball, and the Texans – are very, very strong against the run. So in terms of a side in the total, my one idea is under 43 and a half. And let's go to, let's go to play a prop. So I will say, Wiz, I think we're both kind of leaning in the same way, right? I'm taking the Ravens, you're taking the under, but I think we both have our reservations about as good as the Texan season has been this year and as great as they looked last week about how this potentially could play out today. You think that's a correct assessment? Yeah, I just think I just view the game. It could be ugly. And and one thing on the Ravens side of the ball that I think people should consider a little bit, and I'm not saying the Ravens are not going to play a great game and, you know, for your pick, you know, win the game by 14, 20 points, something like that. But you gotta remember the Ravens have some key players who are young players playing in a key, you know, a first playoff game like Zay Flowers is their number one pass catcher and Isaiah Likely. You know, we talk about these two options here, young players. We'll see how it plays out. I think it's going to be just an ugly game, um, and I want to play the under, but I, I, hear what, I hear what you're saying. But, you know, looking at it, I considered maybe the Ravens, but I wanted to go with the under. Um, so I think that's what we have to say about the side in total. And go to player props. How many do you have? And uh, – which ones do you really uh, 
stand out to you? Yeah, I actually have I have three for this game. Um, uh, you know, I, I, Nico Collins has been red hot. I'm just just kind of shying away from that. I I do want to add though is you do have the ability to play in-game player props as well. Those things move around. Um, the one thing I would note is these two teams did play in week one. Um, week one is an, a season ago, right? So the, the Ravens won that game pretty handily. The Ravens are a slightly different team. I, I'm curious to see how Dalvin Cook gets used in this game by the Ravens. Um, C.J. Stroud in that game, you know, held, held, held his own, right? He was 28 of 44. I think he had 250 yards. Didn't have any touchdown passes. Ran for 20 yards. So this is a team that has 60 sacks this year. I think there's 10 guys with at least two sacks for the Ravens. Um, so with that, C.J. Stroud, eight and a half rushing yards. Uh, I'm going to go over on that one, Wiz. Uh, you mentioned Zay Flowers. It's, 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 it's my two-unit pick, Wiz. Uh, there's a player that was kind of banged up at the end of the year. I think this is one guy that will benefit by the fact that they've been off for a couple of weeks. You're going to get odds on this one, four and a half catches. I like over four and a half catches uh, for, for Zay Flowers in this particular game. And the last thing was, in playoff games, five of them, Lamar Jackson is averaging 92 yards per game rushing. Um, obviously, one of those games was an explosive 143-yard effort. Uh, but I'm going to go over Lamar Jackson, 52 and a half rushing yards. With. So those are my three prop bets for this particular game. All right, you're an over guy and I'm an under guy. So I have a I, I'm 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 gonna um, I'm gonna single out Gus Edwards here. Uh, I'm gonna isolate him and I want to play both unders. I want to play under 51 and a half yards rushing, and I want to play under 13 and a half carries. Um, I just think you know if it was a situation where is it gonna be Gus Edwards versus Justice Hill and Dalvin Cook? To the point you were just talking about, you know, you have to consider Lamar Jackson is going to keep the ball and run, you know, somewhere six, eight, ten times in his game. Um, I just, I just think these numbers are wrong, Gus Edwards. I think that 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 total on rushing yards should be around forty, and the carry should be closer to ten, ten and a half. So, I'm isolating Gus Edwards. I'm playing under thirteen and a half carries and under fifty-one and a half yards rushing. I will say one player that does intrigue me was given the injuries on the offensive side of the ball for the Texans. So Robert Woods has not been right for weeks. Um, Noah Brown is out. Uh, uh, Dalton Schultz is the main tight end. The one guy, and he had that unbelievable long touchdown play, Brevin Howard, uh, Brevin Jordan, excuse me, has unbelievable speed and he's in there just to catch passes right he's not really a blocker he's essentially another wide receiver but but I have noticed with aside from week 18 he has been over 13 and a half yards receiving is his is his total and he averages two to three targets somewhere around two and a half targets a game but he's been over that total aside from week 18 in six of the last games he's played so just something I'm throwing out there. 13 and a half yards is the over-under. I'm, I'm watching that to see if it moves. I just want to want to make note of that one. All right, let's move along. 49ers, Packers. 49ers, you said, are up to 10 points. Yeah, up and to I 10. think the total is 15 and a half still? So? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. All uh, right, so do you, do you have a view on this game or total? I, if it was a sunny day, I really have a view on it, Wiz. Um, I, I'm, I want to see what the weather. I want to see. It's been raining pretty torrentially uh, for the last 24 hours in Palo Alto. 
Uh, it's expected to rain through the game. Uh, so with that, I am going to wait to see how much it is. If this was a sunny day, I'd be taking the over in this game for certain. Uh, but the weather has me very scared about it. Um, I- I'm not touching this game on either side. I am tempted to take the Packers getting 10 points. I just think they have a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence despite the youth around this team. Um, but at that, at, at the, with all being said, I'm kind of waiting. I want to see what the weather conditions are like. Um, if, if it's pretty calm, I, I probably will take the over. If it doesn't look too windy or too rainy, uh, the over is something that's intriguing me in this particular game was. Alrighty, uh, I'm on the other side. I'm looking uh, at the under. Uh, unlike the Cowboys, who kind of gave up on the running game, I guess game script had something to do with that. The 49ers will not give up on their running game. They will just ground and pound them um, all day long. Um, you know, with McCaffrey, the main guy, they'll be mixing in Debo, Elijah Mitchell as well. So I, I like the under. If I see that it's raining and it's dropping down, then I may shy off uh, the play, but it's 50 and a half or something like that. I want to play the under. Um, no, and I'm not going to on, – on a rainy day, I'm not fighting you at all on that. Not fighting you yeah, at all. Yeah, I mean, I also I just think there's going to be somewhat of a natural regression on the Packers and what they did last week. Um, but um, I don't love it. I'll see what the what the weather is as well. But, um, but uh, to me, I'm leaning more towards the under – uh, on the props and on the games for some of these, uh, for the Saturday games today. So with that being said, why don't you talk about the props that you like? Yeah, you know, as hot as any player has been, it's been Aaron Jones. Um, and I don't think it's going to be a rushing day, even though he's been over 100 yards four consecutive days. So I am actually going under 67 and a half rushing yards for Aaron Jones in this particular one. You mentioned Debo Samuel, Liz. That, that bet sticks out to me like a sore thumb. Over 16 and a half rushing yards for Debo Sam, Samuel in this game. Um, I, I like that. And, and, and I'm going to say this, um, Jordan Love has just been continuing to excel. Uh, but I, I think this is going to be a, t- a tough one for him. Was I think this is going to be a lot harder. So I think I just want to just double check exactly where the yards are for him. Uh, it is at 250 and a half, and I'm going under 250 and a half Jordan Love passing yards in this game. was. Okay, and for me... You know, there's a few guys to choose from on the Packers side that I want to play under. But the one that just stands out to me is I want to go under Luke Musgrave, two and a half receptions. And there's a lot of reasons for that. One, I feel that the 49ers are going to have the time of possession edge in this game. So it just gives less opportunities for the Packers. Two, um, there is a lot of guys he throws the ball to um, two tight ends, <clears throat> four or five receivers, Aaron Jones as well. So I want to go under Luke Mosgrave, two and a half receptions. And the third reason why is um, Tyler Kraft outsnapped him 75% to 25% uh, this past week. So even if it's not that drastic this week, I just don't see him catching three passes. So my one property that I absolutely love, Luke Musgrave under two and a half receptions. Yeah, yeah, and, and and you know a player coming back from injury, they're not rushing him back. And Kraft has played at, at a really high level. You know, they, the Packers have the luxury of having you know just a host of these young 
these young receivers for the next few years. I mean, they could spend a lot of money on that offensive line and bolstering that defense because they have such a benefit contractually uh, with all their young skill position players. No, they really do. They really, really do. I mean, one thing that's pretty, you know, amazing is the Packers hung up a lot of points and a lot of yards last week and probably their best receiver at this point, Jaden Reed, took a – Took a bagel. Yeah. So um, you got to think that they're going to want to get him involved in the passing game uh, today. Yeah. And again, you know, this is, you know, I don't know how these football games are going to end up. Uh, you know, certainly I'm acknowledging the fact that both the Packers and the, and the Texans have had incredible seasons, but it is a daunting task to go on the road, inexperienced rosters, uh, and play against teams that that, that do have um, playoff experience uh, with a with a wealth of talent on both of these rosters. So, um, yeah, but nonetheless, excited for football. We've we got some surprises last weekend. Uh, I'm guessing we get a surprise this weekend as well uh, with the four games that are being played uh, because that's just the way the NFL works out. But definitely excited for these games today, Wiz. Yeah, you know the last thing I want to say is. You know, I hear so many people talking about this Kansas City-Buffalo game, and it is going to be a great game. And how much pressure there is on uh, Josh Allen. And that's true. But I think there is as equally amount, or if not more, on Lamar Jackson. And um, he's got to win playoff games. And I think that... You know, if they don't get to the Super Bowl, it's going to be a real disappointment for him as well. Uh, so, interesting to see how it plays out. There's only one team from the AFC that's going to be making it there. So, that means either, you know, one or two of those guys. I mean, look, there's a chance it's Kansas City as well. And um, and both Jackson and Allen get disappointed. But we'll see how those two quarterbacks I'm talking about, specifically Allen and, and Lamar Jackson, play this weekend where this seems like uh, the point where they haven't been able to get over the hump in previous seasons and uh, it'll be interesting to see if it is a Buffalo Ravens AFC championship what it looks like Uh, so I'm looking at uh, Lamar Jackson today and Josh Allen tomorrow with so much pressure on their back to get their teams over the hump. Yeah, look, Jackson, um, I guess right now the favorite to be MVP, though, you know, we could look at that. And, and this by far is not his best season that he's had statistically. Uh, but but nonetheless, uh, you know, he's had a great season, as as have the Raisin, as have the Ravens. So should be two good football games. Was looking forward to it. And then uh, we will come back tomorrow uh, to discuss the two games tomorrow, which uh, you, you mentioned, of course, the uh, – the Buffalo Bills uh, will be squaring off against the Chiefs. And, um, you know, that should be a good football game as well. And uh, not to be taken away, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions. So we'll talk about that tomorrow morning. But job well done, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Wiz, enjoy the games, and uh, we'll speak tomorrow morning. You got it.